Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. You know what I don't like? Hmm that I've had to take so many showers in these past two and a half months. Oh, come on. Oh, come on, Jaquise. That's a little bit of a humble brag. <laughs> it is a humble brag. It's a little bit of a humble brag. No, it's a brag, but I don't like it still. Oh. I don't like that I can brag about that. I don't like that my shirts have been fitting uh, so loose no, lately. I didn't All say my that. shirts are so loose. Wait, say what? That. what is the brag exactly? <laughs> he's been working out a ton. That's uh, what he's talking about. Okay. But yeah, and it's been hot. <laughs> I thought he was just like, I I own a shower. <laughs> that is a brag. <laughs> That's the brag. I thought he, the brag was like, it's hot outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's everything. It's all of that. It's all three of those things together is that I own a shower and it's clean. <laughs> uh, it's been too fucking hot these past two weeks. I agree. And and I've been working out. Ha 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 ha. You look great, man. Um, thank you. That's what I was hoping for. Now we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it in the last. I said it in the last one where they were saying that. Zion couldn't lose that weight, and I said, I've seen Jaquise do it. I've seen mm. Jaquise do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eight weeks, 20 pounds. I don't know how much I've lost. We'll see. I haven't, I haven't that's stepped my on a scale. That's my bet. Eight weeks, 20 pounds. Eight weeks, 20 that's a, that's a, that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. It is. It's been like, <laughs> there was this tweet the other day where somebody was like, yo, I've had enough, and they were pointing a gun at the sun. Uh, <laughs> that's very funny which is super funny to me man and that's how I felt these past like two weeks where it's been literally between 95 and 100 degrees it feels and like. you out here running five miles I yeah, I haven't ran outside since it's been those okay. 90s which yes. has not been good because I need to you need to because of what you're doing yeah but also I, by the time by the time this episode comes out I'll be doing my Tough mutter the following Sunday oh wow yeah, so this comes. This will be out on Wednesday. How's the anxiety about it? Are you still a little scared? No, nah, I'm good. But we'll see how I feel. When it gets closer. Like the night before. That's what I think about getting married is that I'll be good up until the 30 minutes before where I'll be like, right, I need my boys to come here. <laughs> Should I fucking run or what? Like, right. You, you'll be right at the altar. I'll be at the altar <laughs> and I'll be like, yo. <laughs> Your blink, team huddle. Blink, blink me real quick. <laughs> so to train for a tough mutter, do you like run with like mud and dirt all over your face? <laughs> Just to be uh, used, to, used to that. That weight, yeah, get you know? that dynamic down. No, I don't. Uh, some people do. They they do. I'm probably on the on Thursday. I have my next week. I have my next week planned out. So on so tomorrow, I'm going on a six mile run. Oh uh, Jesus Christ, Monday bro. morning, I'm going on you a recovery it, one. You're killing it. I'm going on like a 30 minute recovery run Monday morning mm-hmm. before I take my niece to Universal for an entire fucking day, no. which is also going to be a workout. Uh, and Wednesday, I'm going on a six mile hike. And then Thursday night, I'm going to jump in the shower for like five minutes, for like two minutes in cold water and then go outside and run. Like fully clothed, jump in the shower. Is that a part of the thing? You will be wet most of the time you're running. Mm. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to put my gear on that I'm going to be wearing on the day because I have like dry, like stuff that dries quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get wet and then go out and run now, to see how a, that feels. Is this a program that's like showing you these things, or are you coming up with it yourself? 
mixture of both. Okay. Mixture of both. Yeah. But the shower one was a it was an idea that you came up with. No, well, no, it's something they reckon recommended. I'm, I'm fucking with you. But I did come up with the shower thing. They was like, "Go run in the rain." Oh yeah. If it rains, like, run in the rain. I was like, "Well, that'll never. That's happen. not gonna happen. That's not here. happening here." So I'll shower. I'll shower. Put, a, put a treadmill in my shower. Yeah. <laughs> Electrocute yourself. Which there is electricity at the end of like you run through like a a fucking um like a one of the obstacles is two of the obstacles. Is one of them you're crawling, and if you crawl too high, there's like electric shocks Ugh. like above your back, so it like forces you to stay low to the ground and fucking mud crawl. And then the last, after you've ran ten miles and done twenty four obstacles, the last obstacle is you run through what they call the electric eel, which is just a whole bunch of strings of electrical currents that you just run through to the finish line. White people are so bored, bro. <laughs> they are, dude. White people are so bored. They are. They are. <laughs> And like I'm we, doing this shit. We conquered it all. We <laughs> like, enslaved every kind of people. What can what can we make these niggas do? Now? The last torture that we haven't done is to ourselves. <laughs> Bro. It's insane. I tried to get Mia to do I'm, it with me. I'm so hearing you describe it, I'm so happy with my decision. Mia, you're gonna not. do it in April. I may yeah, I did say Rachel's maybe. doing it. I told Rachel I'd maybe do it. Rachel's doing it. But I didn't you didn't tell me about the electric shock. You can you skip anything. It. Okay. Okay. I if it, I I I told you that knowing full well, like there's at least twelve obstacles that you would skip. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's okay. That's okay. Jakees made it sound very nice when he told me about it. What he's talking about now is completely different. <laughs> completely there's different a, there's barbed wire involved in a couple of them. <laughs> Edgar's face is I'm like, out, what the bro. Fuck? I told you I was doing April too, but no, no, I'm no, out. you should do it. I mean, like, go look at the obstacles. They're not. They're not fun. You're not running through barbed wire. I don't, bro. I'm playing Last of Us right now. This is a game. Oh yeah. Where like you're going through the zombie apocalypse, and immediately I was just like, I'm killing myself, dog. This shit does not look fun. <laughs> like they're like, like you never have more than ten uh, 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 bullets of ammo because like it's like they try to make it as realistic as possible. Where is you're just going for scraps, eating out of cans and shit. And it's like, why would anyone want to live through this? Why would anyone be like, yeah, now I'm, I think I'm going to survive. Now I'm fucking killing myself. You're going to kill yourself? Now, 100%. If the world, if it's a zombie apocalypse and I'm like in a bunker with a bunch of people, I'll be like, yo, give me that gun real quick. I'm going to go for a watch. And you go here, plow, and I'm out. Because I'm living better already. I'm dead. I'm not a part of that I shit. I don't know. Would y'all kill yourselves? I don't think, I don't think I would kill myself. Um, I think, I don't, yeah, I don't know what I would do. I think I would probably just go try to go to a secluded place by myself. Or you're something. dead. You're dead. You're dead. You just I mean, described death. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna be by yourself, you might as well kill you yourself. You kill yourself, dog. You dead. <laughs> like what you living for? I spent a lot of time alone now. But you have, <laughs> but you have the option of going to see people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I I wouldn't. I don't think I'd kill myself in a zombie apocalypse, but I would think I would kill myself in the road universe. In the what? The, the road. It's uh, it's like a movie. Basically, just like we mm. like run out of resources. Yes, yes. Uh, what's it called? Guy Pierce and uh, Char- is it Charlie's Theron? Did she? Oh wait, no. I'm thinking about a different one. I'm thinking about the rover. So you're talking so about the road. The road. It's like the, it's the guy and his son, right? Yeah. And they're, yes. He's the dad and his son. It's basically mm. they run out of resources, and so like humans have. Basically, just like humans have decided to just start eating each other. Yeah. And so that's the threat is like they're sort of oh, going humans. around raping and pillaging and killing each other. I and mean, like, that's kind of like The Walking Dead with zombies. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. it's like there's Which no is, winning because there's nothing. There's nothing left. Everything's gone. 
food, yeah. all that shit. So you have, I mean, that then the survival. You would eat people. You, I think I would, I would oh, eat people. Of course you would. I mean, I would, <laughs> I would eat not, people. Not in the way where it's like they're capturing people. They're, it's like very scary. It's mm. like. Yeah. So how would you. Well, there's okay. an element of that in The Last of Us as well, where there's some people who are just like, we're not fighting these zombies. We're just going to kill people and zombies. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but in this world, there's no zombies. So the only people you can, are there plants? Can you eat plants? Uh, yeah. The, okay. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, but people would be trying to kill you, though. Yeah, because spoiler alert for The Road, for the book and the movie. Um, <laughs> yes. The, so it starts with a family where it's like a, a pregnant couple, and uh-huh. then the apocalypse happens, and then they have a kid, and then the wife kills herself because she can't handle yeah. the fact that these people are constantly trying to like attack her family and her child. Right. And I'm like, I wouldn't do it. Like, I would. I bet, like, my survival instincts to protect my child will kick in. But, like, I do get why. She, like, it, that would be so scary. It's so stressful, bro. Yeah. That and then be. you can't trust nobody. Like, that's the other thing that's about true. Last of Us. It's like, they'll run into a group of people. And I'm like, are these people going to help us? Are they trying to fuck us over? Like, it's is, like. Is Last of Us, is that the old Last of Us? Or did they bring a new one out? It's remastered. Oh, that's the one with Ellen Page? Well, it's not her. But it it's is It's the one her. that looks like it her? It looks like her. And she got hella mad. And she's like. Cause she was also in the game too, right? She was in one of them, I think. But yeah. They like this girl looks just like her, and it's definitely not her. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's like let's just use her likeness without yeah, her fucking without permission. her fucking knowing. Yeah, that's so fucking funny. Uh, guys, we should talk about what we brought everybody here to talk about. <laughs> is this show something that we all started from the beginning? I know Edgar probably did, but I did not. Did you guys start it from the beginning? I, I. Did not watch season one as it was airing. Okay. I, I guess, caught up on season one while season two was, was going on. Was That's like what I started. Did. And yeah. then I caught up with season two and probably watched like eight of the episodes as they came out. Okay. Okay. What about you, Mia? I, yeah, I watched the pilot when it came out. And I th- and I I think I found it too stressful with the state <laughs> of the world, so I said not for me. And then uh, and then same as James. Then when season two was airing, then I I binged it all. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Culture Kings. Do you hear that? Who's gonna succeed us when we leave? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb as hell, nigga. <laughs> Oh, we are doing an episode where we do a re- we've had we this week we did NBA preview and today we are doing we're just talking secession, ladies and gentlemen. We did the pre and now this is the re. What? Because it was a preview. We did a preview is, and now this is, this a re- is a yes. review. This is the, this is the pre-re. <laughs> I shook him real quick. He didn't <laughs> <get it. laughs> this is the pre and the re week, y'all. <laughs> The preview and the review. We're reviewing Secession. This is a show that has dominated pop culture, supposedly. 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 Because everyone that we know is talking about it, but them numbers are not good. But does that matter on HBO? No. Well, yes, but no. Because they got a season three already. Yes. Look, HBO is down for the show because it's a prestige show. It's winning awards. They're not complaining. But... It was kind of like a big shock to me to look at those numbers and then go, oh, this show isn't a hit in the way that I thought it was a hit. Wait, what, what are the, like, how bad are The Nielsen ratings? Yeah, but like, how, whatever. I don't it's know. like a .7. Is that, and, and that, what's a good number? I mean, you want to get like, like network sitcoms now get like a 1.5, 1.6 maybe, mm-hmm. uh, unless they're like not good. And then they'll get like .4, .2. 
uh, Game of Thrones ended with like a 22 point something. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Game of Thrones was like Game of fucking Thrones. Like, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That was an event. Big yeah. Bang Theory ended with like 24 point something. That's also a network. So which it's is a lot different than cable. Yeah. So, so yeah, because so we're in like an entertainment city. So is it like yeah, within the bubble of the city, exactly. people are like, this is amazing and incredible. Yeah, or I would say within the bubble of people who watch shit like this. Yeah, That's it's true. not. It's not. It's it's not a crossover show in a way that even something like The Wire was. And if you even look at The Wire, The Wire probably didn't Wire's have numbers like were not great. yeah, but it's widely regarded as one it's one of those this is the golden age of television type shows exactly yeah exactly like because yeah the wire the whole first season they were just like oh we getting canceled yeah i'm reading the book right now and then like the whole time they're just like yeah we thought we was done because we kept looking at the numbers being like nobody's watching this nobody's shit. watching but it. they kept getting renewed because because it was great it was a prestige exactly. show yeah ladies and gentlemen if you don't know what the session is you don't know what it's about let's play the music while i read you the premise of secession <laughs> Secession follows the Roy family, owners of media conglomerate Waystar Roy Co. The family patriarch, Logan Roy, has experienced a decline in health. His four children, removed oldest son, Connor, power-hungry Kendall, brown-nosing Roman, and politically savvy, uh, how do you, Shibby? Siobhan? Siobhan. They spelled it so weird. That's how how, Uh, uh, the Scots (laughs) spell it. Okay. Uh, All with varying degrees of connections to the company begin to prepare for a future without their father, and each begins vying for prominence within the company. Uh, That's a a very, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, small deduction of what the show is about, but that's what it is. I love it. I fucking love it, and I'm I so wish happy it was you me. love it, bro. I'm so happy you. It's love a good it. show, man. I'm it's so a good show because you know this shows that I, you know, my Twitter presence is me mm-hmm. fighting for people to like what I like. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, uh, Sunnyside. Everybody was coming at me saying I got it canceled, but guess what? They're back, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Don't watch that. But uh. I'm just happy that you like that show, man. It's a good one, man. And I know why you like it. Why? It's an acting to the forest, baby. It's a great acting show. But it's also, it's, I like the writing of it. Oh, I mean, the writing's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I fucking, I fuck with the writing of the show uh, even more. And, and I think it does like, because I, I didn't think I got this from the pilot, which I got from binging it, which is that it does like the same thing as kind of like Fleabag, where it like seeks to like betray you. Right, where mm. it like sets up these like horrible people mm. that you, it makes you root for them Ooh. in a way where you're like, what am I feeling? Because I was a, a Kendall guy. I was a Kendall guy and I was like, Kendall's a great person and then, damn, I felt betrayed by that nigga. He hurt me that first season. In that first season? Okay. Yeah. See, that's interesting because, and not to skip ahead, but, and I don't want to get, oh, fuck it. Should we just bounce all over the place? Bounce all over Let's the place. Let's bounce all over the place. But so, then, after the episode, we got to talk shit about James and me and how we bounce all over the episode. Oh, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't stay on topic. We couldn't stay on topic. That's true. You're setting us up to we're fail. Set, we're setting you up to fail. Right, we're let's, setting you up to go, fail. Let's go by the outline. Is there an outline? <laughs> so <laughs> let's just go to season two. Okay. The end of the season finale of season two. Great. Which I fucking loved, right? Mm-hmm. Oh now, without getting too much into it, because we might, you know, if we don't want to bounce around, but the whole thing is, was Logan Roy in on it, right? And so the way season two ends is... Um, 
Logan Roy, who's played by Brian Cox, great in this fucking show. So good. He's yeah. so good in this show. Not as good as he was as Stryker in X Men Two. <laughs> <laughs> he was also Logan, who he was fighting Logan. He's fighting Logan, that yeah, that's fighting right. Logan. He's also great as John Langriche in <laughs> Deadwood. <laughs> Such a good actor, man. I love him. He also looks like an old fart in this movie. Uh, oh, or in this God. show, which yeah. is so great. But so the company that he owns, which is a media conglomerate, uh, they are being and that owns a lot of shit. Cruise ships, theme parks. There it's essentially like a Disney type company that owns multiple things. So they're, but they're, news they're, is the top of their fucking because they're based off of the Murdoch family. Okay. It was like a play that uh, Jesse Armstrong wrote about the Murdochs and like, you know, tried to like put it up in England and everyone's like, nah, man, we don't, we're not trying to get caught up in that and like yeah. get any fights because, you know, the Murdochs own a lot of the media yeah. in England and America. I don't know why we play it like they don't own a lot. But so then he they brought it over yeah. to America, tried to make it into a, a screenplay and then they were able to like, they just changed it into the Roy family. But yeah. it's pretty strikingly similar to like the Roy, the, the, Murdoch, the family. Murdoch family. Yeah. So. The, there's some shit that went down on like the, one of their cruise division ships like sexual harassment decades ago that's being bought up now Logan Roy makes his son Kendall who has a, such an interesting fucking storied arc yeah. with his relationship with his father uh, basically say you're gonna go take the blame and this whole season Kendall has been basically Logan Roy's bitch boy after season one, he was trying to fucking murder his father. Not murder in a real way. But, yeah, but take, take, take that company. number one spot. Yeah. And the season ended with him um, basically portraying his father again, essentially. And then Logan Roy gives this like little sly smirk yeah. at the end, right? Now, the consensus is two things. One, he was in on it. Like he wanted Kendall to fuck him over. He wanted Kendall to fuck him over because it's a part of the whole master plan. Or he's just happy that, because right before that, he basically told his son, you ain't got no balls. Yeah. And he's happy like, ooh, his balls dropped. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, man? I do not think he's in on it. I agree. That, I agree. That to me would be like just kind of weird. Like <laughs> yes. it would be like a a plot twist that came out of nowhere yes. based off of what we know about his character. Exactly. Yeah. To me, that smile was kind of like the Aroldis Chapman smile after he gave up the walk-off, <laughs> the walk-off home run in the oh, ALC, ALCS, yeah. where he gives up this walk-off home run, yeah. and he's just and got just this like, smile. smile on his face. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt of like that almost release of tension, tension of like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he actually did it. Yeah, like, it's a, a similar smile to Cuba Gooding Jr. when he was like arrested for. Uh, do you guys see that where he's getting yeah. called away from the police and he just goes, "Damn, my shit, this shit was gonna catch up to me eventually." Yeah, like, he like has like like because yeah. he even like, he says like earlier he's like probably it should be me right yeah. like he yeah. says to everybody like it seems like the right but thing. but he we, knew the whole time and the it wasn't board be and the board even said we want it to be you. That's something that yes. we also forget is that the opening of the show is the board saying we think it should be you and he right, doesn't tell right. anybody yeah. that and I, think, right. I think he knows they won't let it be him yeah like he's he's never intending it for well, see, but, but that the leads board to the wanted it to right. be him, yeah. bro so that leads to the argument which is why some people are on the, I'm on the side that he didn't know but that leads to the argument that he was in on it but he just couldn't come out and say it so now it's a scandal now it's a story now it's even more of a story and now it's the oh well it's Kendall lying 
and it, and this will become the news cycle. You know how the news cycle is. Of course. You give a, you give a bigger story. The story we all care about goes away. This is a bigger story. <laughs> like Kendall stabbing yeah, his Kendall father. Stabbing his, yeah. Kendall stabbing his father almost becomes like what you're saying is like it becomes more important than the sexual harassment. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Here's why I don't to your or what do you or think? sexual assaults. Yeah. Um, I actually so I had I had heard, like thought about the first two. I hadn't considered what James just said, which I actually love. If, it, mm-hmm. if it's because then I think it's I actually prefer that interpretation because then it's like that he's just like oh this is the grand game you know mm-hmm. like hitting like it's like the joy of like his horrible fucking worldview yes. being like mm-hmm. oh here it goes baby here's a killer yeah because if, yeah. if it's the second one where he w- was like you're not a killer Kendall and then Kendall's a killer and he's like I'm proud of you son that felt a little too clean you know, like mm. I, I liked it. I was like, that makes sense to me, but it feels like a little clean for it to be like, mm. I don't know. It felt like a little too tidy mm-hmm. um, and and like a little more obvious. Damn, bro. You trying to fight that writer's room? No, no. <laughs> I think every- yeah, damn. <laughs> no, oh my God, please That's hire wild, me. I'd be bro. so good on that show. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's what I think, though. I, th- I, I, I kind of agree with that. I do. I think it is a matter of, for me, I think it is twofold. I think he is saying like, huh. This is who I've wanted you to be this whole time. Type smile, but also like game the fuck on. Yeah, I agree. Like it's game on now. (laughs) Like I've been waiting to fight. I've been waiting. Like Mm -hmm. you've been easy this whole time. Even when even when you almost got me, I was still in control. Right? Have you ever seen? There's like this clip of Steph crossing up Kobe Bryant and then hitting a three in his face, and then Kobe just like slapped his ass and smiles at him (laughs) because Kobe's just like, damn. That it's here now. Like yeah. this is this is the point where I'm at in my. It's like late, very late in Kobe's yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, like, This yeah. is where I'm at in my career now. <laughs> this young nigga's coming in and he's the hot one. Like Kobe yeah. can't do anything but admire what just happened to him. Yeah, oh, you mean during his non-unite or during the season where he wasn't a true MVP? <laughs> Shout out to our previous episode. <laughs> I'm not having that argument with you, Jaquise. I was, I was on your argue- side. No, I'm, I'm, I'm shitting on Bezad, <laughs> who's not here to defend himself anymore. Uh, here's and another reason why I think the whole he was in on it is a weird take that, and a lot of people really were on this theory, is the scene, and this goes back to like what you were saying, James, how it would be weird to just have that be the case. The scene where... Kendall and Logan are discussing like it's gonna it's gonna be you, Kendall, right? Mm-hmm. If it, if he was in on it, that means that scene was only there to deceive the audience. Yes, and that has never been the case for this show. So to have a scene that was only there to deceive the audience, right, would be such a break from what this show has always been. Uh, yeah, and such and kind of a slap, and it was like, all right, you jumped the shark. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> very much. And so. there's the other thing of like, okay, how did he get Greg's documents or whatever right like Greg giving him the documents so I'm like you know what I forgot because I just binged it like you yeah and I even forgot that remember in season one where Greg told uh Kendall hey I got these papers yes yeah I forgot about that I forgot about that yeah (laughs) I I love Greg so much oh yeah Greg is maybe my one of my he's one of my top characters on that (laughs) I love Greg I love Greg he is he's he's funny he annoys me, but in a good way. His character annoys me, but I think yeah. he's supposed to. It's supposed to. It's kind of like Pete in uh, Mad Men, where it's like, you hate the guy, but that's why it's a good character and a good mm-hmm. actor, is because you hate how slimy he is and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Walter. yeah, and he's just like a, uh, comes across as this kind of just stammering idiot, so everyone like 
is always underestimating him and that's kind of how he's able to ascend like ascend yeah yeah also like how bumbling greg is also makes it very funny to show just how dumb tom is oh tom is shiv's husband who this listen i he his character is so weird for me because he is a character that you hate because of the way he treat I, I you like the relationship between him and Greg is so funny and weird because I don't get it, <laughs> and he also treats him like shit sometimes, but weirdly loves him. Yeah, but you can tell he, it, the way Tom treats Gre- uh, Greg is the way he wishes he could treat everybody else because everybody else oh, treats yeah. him, him like, like shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like he's so it's always being humiliated. Yeah. So he like needs that other person to humiliate or exactly. whatever. But he needs that. At the end of the day, he needs that he needs person. Greg. Even if it's to he, like think that he has mm-hmm. power, power yeah. over them. Yes. It's like that person is serving like a function for him. So he, it's like, he can't destroy Greg because then yeah. he wouldn't have Greg. Cause anymore. he wouldn't have Greg anymore. And also Tom is dumb. He just yeah, walked he, away from him papers. He dumb. Oh and, and the whole time you could clearly tell Greg, Greg is trying to get him, him to say, he couldn't tell, but yeah. Uh, so like the, that's another reason why I don't think Logan is like uh, masterminded all this is that, if that were the case, that would mean that like Logan told Greg to give Kendall mm-hmm. those papers and stuff when it's like Greg's whole thing at the end of the season is shoot, I gave up all this inheritance from yeah. Ewan uh by choosing uh Logan. Logan. Yeah. So that was the whole thing that was preoccupying him. It makes more sense to me that his decision to help Kendall would stem from him regretting like choosing Logan over his uncle or whatever as opposed to some other like behind the scenes mastermind yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that but and that's like probably what's better for the health of the company if Logan goes down because what the board wants so I don't know I like don't I don't know if that helps them in their like uh, bear, like the bear hug that's happening, but maybe Greg's like that would. I, I think it does help them in the bear hug because it's like he's so clearly a cancer to the company, yeah, and he has been for the last two seasons. That's something that Logan, like, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, Logan is terrible for the company. Uh, you know, because he is, and then what I love about it is he uses the language that uh, uh they would use in the those cases where they goes he's like they're not real people they're not real people and it was proof that logan is a part of the culture that that sexual assault stuff oh, came yeah. from no real person yeah involved. he was like no real person he yeah. says that to yeah, kendall it's about, yeah. about the, the about waiter the, about the waiter who got killed and he also says similar things to uh is it holly hunter is that the actor's name mm-hmm. to her character when she's just like am i involved and he's like come on you know how these things are that's not that these people don't matter. and it's like you are part of that culture very much so and i think that's why i also i don't trust shiv because 
when she has that conversation i forgot who i was talking to but someone was just like it was so nice that she promised that lady that she was gonna clean shit up and i said shut the fuck up she's not doing nothing for her she's lying to her because she respects her father so much even though she knows that her father is the exact toxicity at that company that mm-hmm. needs to be removed yeah, yeah. she's playing her she's playing yeah, that she's lady beautiful. she's preying on her like vulnerability in Absolutely. that moment of like hey once you do this like this is what you're going to be known for your whole life. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. everyone's going to, it's like, she's purely like a going right after yeah. the very thing that that person would be afraid of. Yeah. Right. And I'm yeah. like, that is not someone who's like looking to empower that person. No, yeah. no, it's fucking wild. It's fucking wild, but such a great story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, truly. Let's yeah. talk about the actual secession part of this. The who's gonna take over the company? Who do we want to take over the company? What do we think is gonna happen when we get back from break? We'll be right back. We back, everybody. Jackies, Edgar, James, Mia, Culture Kings. We're talking about secession. So in the first season, Kendall is the person who's trying to take over. Yeah. Well, he he felt like he the classic storyline of like you know, it's mine yeah which is how every rom-com starts right which is you start your day you put on your suit and you go mm-hmm. in and it's like oh today's the day i get the promotion and then yeah. you watch it go to somebody else yeah uh season two was shiv she was the one who thought, she was it, was the one who thought it was gonna be her which i was so sad like i felt so safe with shiv like when shiv was gonna be in charge i was like this makes sense shiv's the best for it and then when holly what? hunter when raya started being like she <sighs> she keys. thinks she's smarter than she is i was like oh my god is that true oh my uh, god maybe that's true and yeah. was sad Sh- shiv is every white woman's walter Shiv is the worst of them because <laughs> Shiv, because well, Shiv, is, Shiv. I, I, I don't trust her at I just trusted her to be a chess player. You know, that's yeah. exactly. And what I get she it. Is. I get it. I, an automated you argument be to be the best to run the company, yeah. and that all that that involves, yeah, exactly. which is not being a good person. A good person. No, yeah. no. But, like, but like, while having like the marketable appearance of a good person Absolutely. with her liberal like, political history. Absolutely. And, and Anna made the point to me of like, this is cool that we get to have a badass character like this. Yeah. And I was like, that's fair because I do hate on Shiv more than I hate on anyone else in the show. And Anna's like, that's not fair. I like Shiv a lot. I like Shiv a lot because she's, fucking insane <laughs> the way she played Tom. that's what i'm talking about bro and that's what i don't like and i think that she went and fucked that lady on that boat i'll stand by to that till the day i die when he was just like i don't want to have the threesome she's oh like, i'm gonna go for a walk i went she's deep in some vagina right she, now. she fucked her she fucked she it. fucked her and that's and my thing with shiv and tom is that i don't like how she treats tom and everyone's like well he's such a doofus it's like you what? didn't have to marry him then yeah don't marry don't him. marry him then if he a doofus he a doofus but yeah. don't marry him and make a commitment to him and you out here talking about let's have an open relationship ain't shit open uh, uh, open relationship yeah right after you walked down the aisle and said i do yes <laughs> here's here's my take on the tom and shiv thing right i think there's like 10 percent of a human vulnerable shiv right because we haven't gone into it all we know is that she needed him when they met Right. And we don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. So I think there's like 10 percent okay. of Shiv that has a vulnerable love and connection to Tom. Right. I think like 70 percent of Shiv is loyalty to her family. So like my favorite scene that shows this is when like Shiv and Roman and Roman's girlfriend and Tom are having dinner and they all start shitting on Tom. 
and it's just like shows like Shiv will always choose her family and like mm-hmm. power and they're like all just like making fun of Tom and then Tom just says like like very seriously like Shiv fuck off and then Shiv and Roman are like laughing like like their mom got mad or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's yeah so it's like I think there's a small human part of her that loves Tom but I think the majority of her is interested in power and loyalty to her family she likes what Tom does for her bro and as someone who's been in that relationship a thousand times what does Tom do for her uh, a shield for her when she's in trouble. I think okay. like she can go to like I do. I do think that sh- Tom. It'd be insane to think that he's not good at what he does. I think he is good at what he does. He's just a little socially awkward. I think that he is like really good at running companies and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. that there's just some baggage that comes with that, like him being a fucking terrible person who will use his assistance as footstools. Yeah, yeah, and um. But I do think that, like, and I do think that when Shiv is at her worst, like, when her anxiety's up and stuff like that, he is someone who can talk her down. And we saw that when she didn't think it was going to be her, and she was, Mm -hmm. like, freaking out. Tom was able to, like, talk to her, and I think, like, he can bring that to the table. But I don't think anybody can tell me what Shiv brings to Tom except for the Roy stuff. He brings the connection. The Roy. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And I think Tom just need to put some respect on his name and say, you know what? I'm good enough to be here and I don't need you shit. Yeah. And I want them to break up. No, but see, (laughs) I kind of disagree with you that Tom is like good at like running companies or that he would have been able to. I didn't say he would have been able to get up there. Yeah. I do think that he's good at running companies. Because I like the only evidence we really have of him like running anything is when he's taking over the like the Fox News yeah. the equivalent and yeah. his first thing is basically to just try to figure out how many people they can fire or whatever mm. like that's not really like inspiring any like oh he's got like vision or whatever what he's good at is sucking up to people and like just doing what he has to do taking as much shit as he needs to take to like but, ingratiate himself to people and so like but many that's but- why he's with shit. But my counter to you on that is that's you just described the network executive, my dude. Like that's sure, like, yeah. and like and there are people in this industry who continue to work because they can go to someone and said, Hey, this is how much money you gave me and here's how much money we kept from it. And I think Tom is very good at that. And I think like again, it's not inspire it's not inspiring leadership. It's not yeah. revolutionizing the game, but he's someone who you say, You gave me twenty million dollars and I brought you back twenty two. I think he can do that. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that's because his priority is only to appear like good at it, right? Exactly. So he wouldn't actually and the bottom make, line. Yeah, it wouldn't make he wouldn't actually like make a company. He wouldn't improve a company at all because he's no. obsessed with power and um, yeah, no. and like looking good. But also, what makes him bad at his job is let's use the Greg situation again. <laughs> Don't send somebody who you can't trust to go do your your dirty work. Yeah, and 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 also trust the right people. And for something like that, you take your ass down there yourself and do it right. Because mm-hmm. that's what's going. That's what's event. That's he's what's going to fuck. He's him. not a killer. He's not. He's not, he's a, not killer. a killer. I he's I not. love the reveal when we find out. There's an episode where there's a leak, right? Where Tom only tells Shiv and Greg about the cruise thing, and it gets leaked to Jerry, and the reveal that it's. Greg that told Jerry mm-hmm. when they're at, I think they're at, they're at like an event yeah yeah um, like that I, I, I was like sh- for Greg's character I was like that is so cool yeah but it turned out to be Greg there's a couple characters we haven't touched on yet which one of them is a very big part of the show and the other one just tickles me to death uh, Roman mm. such a crazy fucking character <laughs> first of all I know what you're gonna say. And please say it. What do you think? I, I got two things to say about say Roman. It. I wonder if you is it. First of all, one, it, it weirds me out that he keeps jacking off dry. Oh, that's not what. I <laughs> <laughs> second, 
Second, I'm gonna. T- I'm never mind. All the time, <laughs> all the time. Not even spit, my nigga. Nah. <laughs> oh man, I need some lubrication, man. Uh, <laughs> it, feels, it feels fine. <laughs> I don't. It feels like a waste to put lotion on sometimes. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, I'm sorry, bro. Mia. No, sorry. I, this, this doesn't bother me at all. I can't speak from personal experience, but I'm, I'm just here to I'm listen. Sorry. I'm sorry, I, Mia. I, I do dry every time, bro. I'm sorry. Every time? Every single time. I mean, if unless I'm in the shower, then it's wet because it's wet. That's that's worse. That's like... Uh, anyway. My, my hands be strong, though. I massage on it. She's like, why are your hands so strong? I'm like, porn up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's making these calluses that are popping these... <laughs> Calloused hands. That's just, even worse. You got dry it. skin, man. You gotta put some Jergens on, dude. <laughs> anyway. Also, like, I love the fact that uh, uh, Karen, Karen Calkin is so much more That's of a better actor about. than Macaulay Culkin ever 100%. was. Same thing with like the Elizabeth Olsen <sighs> to like the Mary Kane and Ashley. Yes. Uh, he's so fucking good on this show. And here's why I enjoy it is because you can tell in the Home Alone movies that Macaulay was mocking the shit out of Kieran and being like, look at you with those dumbass glasses. You look dumb as hell, dumbass nigga. I'm sure he wasn't. I'm, you dumbass. I'm the fucking star, bro. I'm the fucking star. Come, Macaulay hey, Culkin yo. was four when Kieran, Home Alone hey, yo, Kieran, came out. Go get my fucking sandwiches, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, you bitch ass. And then Kieran was like, yo, one day I'm fucking get this nigga, I'm bro. sure they I'm hugged each other this. after every set. Yeah. He said, I love you so I, much. You know, he said, Fuck that nigga. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him one day. Wait, I, I completely forgot. So that was his name, Kieran Culkin? Kieran. Culkin. Kieran Culkin. Mm-hmm. He's like the he's like the cousin that pees a lot. Yeah, yes. that's yes. oh my gosh. That's that, what I'm saying. They gave that nigga a fuck roll. No, that's they, it. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin didn't give him that roll. They, they gave that nigga a fuck roll. They can't even if respect any, him. That's an if iconic any, role. Yeah. yeah. If anything, Macaulay Culkin was like, "I want my brother to do the movie." No, no. And he said, "In this disrespectful role, y'all couldn't give me no role that's more better." And he said, "I'm gonna come for this nigga one day." <laughs> no, it's iconic. I mean. Mia remembers him as the guy who peed himself all the time. Yeah. If you remember the character, and that's a good role. If I had to say anyone in that's a scene stealer, it's definitely the cousin who pees a lot. What a funny cutaway, you know? Because of that cutaway. big ass glasses. Oh and then when he would drink the Coca Cola and just smile like, <laughs> it's so yeah. good. It's so good. But even then, also, that was a, that was those were the flashes of him being better. <laughs> those were the flashes. He's so good in Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World. Yes, Loved him in fantastic that. Fantastic. He's so that. good in this. It's such an interesting character too because he plays Jester in this movie, uh, in this show, but like a weird Jester, like a, a Jester who you don't see coming because you think he doesn't care, you think he doesn't know shit. And in many ways he doesn't because he just doesn't apply himself, I think is the yeah. the character that they've given him. But don't make a mistake. Like he also is equipped to be just as brutal and just as much of a killer as the rest oh. of them. Oh my gosh, the um the spaceship. The rocket launch. Oh man, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Was that season one? That was season uh, at the wedding. The wedding. Yeah, yeah. that's season that's one. happening. Yeah, that He's was just yeah. watching it on his iPad. So it's like this <laughs> little, little tiny yeah. thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh uh, I, it, the most interesting thing about him, though, is his his sex life. Uh, <laughs> I think it's most interesting for you, bro. No, well, this season, because yeah. there's a big part of this season the fact that he won't like have sex with his girlfriend. And he, he seems like he can't get turned on. He got he has mommy issues. Is it, mm, you know what? I never thought of it that. That's way. what yeah. I mean. One hundred percent. He needs someone to to discipline him to be on top. Mm. It's like 
and that's why Jerry, I think, also feels kind of weird about it. And I don't like she that people. Likes it. I don't think she does, man. And I think it's I think weird that people does. are like kind of shipping it, like everyone Ooh, shipping I hate it, it and going, I, "It's so nasty." Oh, look at the way that Roman stood up for Jerry. It's like <laughs> only because he wants to jerk off to her later, not because he likes her or cares about her. Didn't he like? Kind, but he, I think he kind of does really like her. Cause what, what about that scene when he's like, I don't know, should we get married? I don't know, you know, and he's like rambling. But yeah, like, I think that was his way of saying like, I actually do care about you. I think he y'all are some that. sick fucks. Is that no? I think it's gross. I think it's gross. Every scene, I almost. I think fast he certainly forward. has some uh, like positive feeling toward her some attachment <laughs> i think like it, it, it might be confusing um, man, like was a romantic well no it just uh, like it seems like he is probably confused about what it is that he like what his um yeah I his sexuality con- or or his yeah. like uh not his sexuality but the way that he is enjoying being humiliated by her like or by by having her say like uh degrading things to him like yeah i think he's like figuring out but it's not just that too because he doesn't want like you know he was like uh, don't be sexy with like his girlfriend when they tried mm -hmm. to have sex don't moan uh, just like, like, can you just lay there like a dead body? Yeah, like it, that was that yeah. was scary he's when he was like, "Dead women don't get wet." I was like, "Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was crazy." It's but, so crazy, he's a yeah. fucking freak. But I think, but I think it makes like in like it, it's it would be like probably sad and like a bummer to go deep dive into it because truly it's like, well, he grew up with parents that were emotionally abusive. So then as an adult mm. to like get off to being humiliated, it's like mm. probably on on some like real level connected to that. Yeah, yeah, um, but I think he likes Jerry. I think he doesn't. I don't think he's like using Jerry. I think no, he no, likes no. her. Oh, yeah. I think he just doesn't under. He doesn't know why, or he doesn't fully understand. Like, well, you say that. the mommy issues, yeah, which I never got. But you know, I mean, because they don't really talk about the mom a lot. But this, ep- but they did give us an episode this season that I thought was very brilliant, and where we see how the mom deals with them, which. She's no better than Logan. No. And is is as, if not more, emotionally manipulative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kendall is, like, trying to talk to her about this real thing. And she's like, we'll do it in the morning. And then just dips on the nigga. And I was like, mm. Yeah, it's like. That broke my that, heart. I know that. It's like, yeah. yo, all right, what time Kendall waking up? I got to make sure my ass is up 30 minutes uh, before yeah. he is yeah, so he, I can leave. Yeah, right? <laughs> and she's like, uh-oh, I hear, him wake, I hear him waking up. Let me get out of here. Taxi, taxi! Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing about this family. It's like the only thing that's ever rewarded is power accumulation yes so it's like he tries to be like i did like i did this thing that was morally wrong i feel bad about it right and then and like will you be here for me will you hold me in this and then the mom is essentially like no and and then he it, it does feel like he pivots back to like all right i'm gonna do the behavior that gets me love and affection from my family uh, and i think another perfect example of and it's very clear that kendall is my favorite character and i love uh, kendall uh but when he brings the actor from uh, the play to mm-hmm. Logan's celebration, and he just wants his dad to say, "Oh, yeah, like she's her. a nice girl." Yeah, and she says, "Awesome" too many she says, times. Oh, but and it has nothing to do with that. It has oh, nothing to do well, with it that. Was, but, it, no, but he it, can pinpoint it. Does it. because it, you, exactly he, he can, can pinpoint, pinpoint it and say that's why. That's why he she he yeah. didn't like. He's looking he said, for awesome. a reason. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think it has something to do like when she kept doing that with Logan because he noticed it. He was like, hmm. All right. And I then really Kendall. don't think he. I, I honestly don't think Logan even cared who that person was because. Well, of course. I think, yeah, I don't think the awesome thing. For me personally, if I was that woman's therapist, I would say, 
it's not the awesome thing. You didn't do anything wrong. Logan didn't care about your existence because he's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want that woman to be out there blaming herself, Jaquise, like you do. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm a blamer. <laughs> but, so do we agree with, because the woman from the like good family who hooks up with Kendall a few times. The Pierce the sec- family. The Pierce family. Like, so her assessment, right, is that Logan wants to keep Kendall down, right? Like, he wants to deny Kendall love. Do we think that's true, or do we think it's indifference? I think he definitely doesn't. I think he associates, because he's seen Kendall as an addict for so much of his life, he associates Kendall's happiness with addiction. Yeah. So when he sees Kendall, like, having a good time, he assumes that it's somewhere related to drugs and stuff like that. And maybe that's giving Logan too much credit, but I do think that... Logan prefers Kendall under his shoe a little bit. Like when he's just like, you're going to be working in my office. Yeah, I've always wondered this too, because I wonder, like obviously Logan doesn't think Kendall has the killer instinct to, he's not a dog, right? Mm -hmm. To be the top of the company. But I also wonder, is it a matter of he can't control him. That's what I'm saying. And, and and control plays out in a lot of different ways because it's not control in terms of like, I'm going to own every part. It's like he thinks he's, again, I'm giving him a lot of rope here, giving him a lot of credit, but this is coming from someone who has a mother that is a lot like Logan Roy in certain ways where she's just like, I don't want you to move to LA because you're going to be in danger doing this. And that's still control. But in her mind, she's justifying it by being like, I'm protecting you from a world that could hurt you. And I just think that he thinks that Kendall can't handle that stuff. Well, I okay. I, I here's my here's my take on it. I think Logan knows that if Kendall takes over the company, Logan's role in the company is over. Whereas with Shiv it wouldn't that. be. With Roman it wouldn't be. And like let's even though Logan even though Kendall was Logan's bitch boy this whole season, let's not mistake the reason why. It's because Kendall killed a man or was involved in a manslaughter mm-hmm. and covered it up. It wasn't out of respect. It was out of Kendall not wanting to go to jail <laughs> like for the whole season, right? And and that's what makes that last moment so intriguing too, because not only is Kendall saying I'm not going to let you do this to me anymore. I'm finally going to take this over. He's also saying, and I don't give a fuck if you tell the world that I had something to do with this murder. I, I I disagree only because I think that it's a situation in now where both of them are implicated in it. And I think that Kendall's kind of just like betting on it being mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I do think that Kendall, his face when it was him, I think read to me as betrayal where I do think Kendall in his mind was just like, I think I've earned loyalty at this point mm-hmm. with all that I've done. I destroyed my baby in uh, his Buzzfeed. Yeah. Shot, shot his own puppy. That I love that. Scene. Yes. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you wanted that actress gone. I said, cool. You wanted uh, Naomi not to be on the boat. I said, cool. Like, Anything you've asked of me, I've done. And then now you're going to say it's going to be me. Right. I think that it was like a lot of pain in that sense of like, I've done everything that you've asked of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and you still won't give me the respect that I deserve. You still won't give me the respect that I deserve. And not only that, I was he was down. Kendall was down to do it. And then all he asked was, do you think, barring the murder, barring the uh, me trying to take over the company, this bear hug, that I could have done the job? I'm just asking you straight up. Then this nigga says no. That was it. That's it. That's he made the decision for him. Yeah. Last character I want to talk about before we go to break. He's not a big character. He's a big character, but 
obviously not like Shiv, Kendall, and and Roman, but Connor. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That speech at the funeral. Yeah. (laughs) Like, murdered me. (laughs) It murdered me. Like, when he just wouldn't commit to saying anything besides factual shit. (laughs) (laughs) About Mo Lester. Yeah. Man, that shit was so fucking funny. What's so crazy about that? And I almost responded to you, but I was like, nah, I don't want to spoil shit. It's like, the way that that comes back around at the end of the season in the thing is like, Jesus Christ, what good use of storytelling to have this joke that you're just like, that's just a funny one-off joke be a pivotal plot point in like a congressional hearing where they're talking about the molester joke. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, it it screwed them. It it was like a thing that screwed them because he like he put it together in front of everybody, and it just feels like I love when shows do that when there's like that little tidbit of information. It's like oh, this is just like a one off throwaway throwaway thing Uh uh, that ends up being like uh, the pivotal Breaking Bad had a bunch of shit like that. Yeah, Uh, like what's that that one character's name? Uh, the one who's like the first assistant that Walt ever had before Jesse, the one who's like kind of weird That's and how he, he's into poetry and he likes Walt Whitman and he goes, your name's kind of like Walt Whitman, Walter White, Walt Whitman. And he's like, That's a dumbass thing. Mm-hmm. And then later on, fucking That's what got him Hank go. is yeah. on the toilet and then reads the fucking book and goes, WW, and puts it together. It's like, yeah. That's a random throwaway line also, from season two. Also, one of my favorite moments in season <laughs> History. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's when he figured that out. I was uh, like, on the toilet. Ah, on the toilet. On the toilet, reading the fucking Ooh. book. Lisa, like, it's like that kind of, of shit. It's just like, oh, man. Yeah. And I love, and like, that one is an even crazy payoff because it's like five seasons long yeah. of a payoff. But yeah. Those little details that you're just like, oh, damn. This is good. This yeah. is good writing. Yeah. That, yeah. That's so impressive. Especially when it feels like a show is using every like detail yes where, yeah where it's like it's like you enjoy it when it comes and then it's like I, like i think what other show did that did the boys do that well did anyone see the boys Mm-mm. i didn't watch the boys like they, they, they might have like done that it's just like re- yeah it's just like really impressive plotting i love it jk rowling does that a lot <laughs> oh boy i'm hoping On- i'm hoping that napoleon's penis comes back oh. to play a real pivotal role in, the, in I, season three season three <laughs> like really happy with the callback it got yeah when he was like oh like i forget what did what did connor want and the dad was like i think he just wanted money and the dad was oh, like yeah. i don't know i heard you had enough to buy napoleon when we come back we're gonna talk about who if if season three is the last season which there's no indication that it will be but if season three is the last season who do we want to be the one who sees logan roy we'll talk about that on the other side of the break we back we back all right before we get into some the writer's room of secession which is something that's definitely interesting because it's such a well-written show uh, who do we want to be the, the person that finally takes over at the end of this? I'll start with you, Mia. Who would that be? Who do you want? Who's Who are you rooting for? Shiv. You're rooting for Shiv? Yeah. You're Walter White? <laughs> yeah. White woman's Walter White, bro. Yeah. 
her, that why? Uh, Shiv and Fleabag or yeah. is White Woman's Walter White. Yeah, for sure, for sure. What? Why? Is it because um, of the reasons you said earlier? Yeah, like I'm like I'm I've already like agreed to this universe in which I'm rooting for these terrible people that are very bad for uh-huh. the country, uh-huh. and so I think out of all. I mean, Kendall would probably do well. Like he, like Kendall, but Kendall actually cares about. He cares about the company a lot. Um, I still want Shiv, uh, because yeah, what I said before. That's fair. I think I that's want, fair. It's, that's it's emotional. Fair. Honestly, it's an emotional choice at this point. I mean, listen, that's the only choice you can make. Yeah. Why not? What about you, James? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I'm not rooting for anyone really. Like, I, 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 you know, I would like Ewan to like take over the company. <laughs> that's interesting. And like you know, dismantle it or whatever. Um, But if we're gonna, if, you know, if we're gonna go for like a main character, I'm like, Greg. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that would, that would be the most like fun thing for me to see. And it kind of feels like he's been slowly working his way up. He's there for a reason. He's always making moves and, and, uh, and I just like the idea of this sort of, bumbling guy who's able to fail upwards but he's not really failing he's just like just kind of, yeah. yeah yeah um so probably greg how about you edgar I, i'm kind of with manny Ian's first option which i think would be the most satisfying conclusion to the show is the company dismantling and kind of realizing that one thing that uh kendall's been saying this entire time is we have no future assets like they deal in print and television media, which is like a dying industry, which we're seeing on the out. Like what was so brilliant about that season is that we saw things that were happening outside, happening inside the show, like mm-hmm. uh, old these old print conglomerates buying out like countries, co- companies like BuzzFeed and gutting them and stuff like that, which is bad because those companies are trying to in- whatever. But uh, I think that the most satisfying conclusion to me would be that uh, Waystar Roy Co uh, gets dismantled. By you, by Ewing? No, by just just in general. Yeah, like someone's gonna buy someone bigger, an Amazon like company buys them out or something like that. Because yeah, those companies. It's what happened to Murdoch in real life. Like mm-hmm. it got so big, but it wasn't big in a futuristic way to where Disney's like, "Give me this shit," mm-hmm. and now all they have left is Fox News and Fox Sports. <laughs> oh, and Fox Network, but they don't yeah. own any of their IP on that. No, Disney owns it now. Yeah. Uh, I'm rooting for Greg. <laughs> I'm rooting for Greg too, and I hope the rest of them either die or go to jail. <laughs> like Logan has to die. I think that's why I'm like in this in this ending of like the company gets destroyed. I think it'd be interesting to just see all, what other things they all go and do. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I see Kendall kind of like consulting at another company. Uh-huh. I see Roman being in charge of something else. I see Shiv. Just going into politics yeah. like she should. Connor becoming the president. Yeah. <laughs> Connor becoming the George Bush. I think I think <laughs> Connor becomes like I don't know what Connor would become. I think like maybe a like Broadway producer. Yeah, I think like stuck like in debt or something like that in like yeah. the headlines. And I think Logan is either dead or in jail. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's easy to forget, but like the whole thing started off with Logan having a stroke. Yes. Like, like that hasn't really it hasn't come up, up in, in season two. He'll yeah. have like those like sort of outbursts or whatever, which mm-hmm. seem to maybe be linked. Like he started having a lot of those like right after the stroke or whatever. But uh, I don't know a lot about strokes or or what sort of the 
long-term effects are, but that kind of feels like something that's still a little bit unresolved. Yes. It is unresolved, because they really didn't bring it up much during season two. Yeah. Like, he's mm-hmm. competent. Whereas right. in season one, part of the argument was not only is he a bad person, he's also just not fucking he's competent anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's very competent in season two to the point where it's like, did he have a stroke or did he fake it? Uh, so, yeah. But no, I would or Jerry. I fuck with Jerry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, I mean, obviously, like if Waystar, Waystar Roy Co got bought out it'd still be a company yeah so i could see like someone like jerry being in charge of like the remains of what is but i think that the, they have to get swallowed up there has to be the right choice for yeah. a show like this i don't think that you can justify any of those people greg included winning in the end mm-hmm. and say that your show didn't glorify what those people did yeah but i mean it is a show about like about how just the petty like the petty BS that goes on between like rich and powerful people, mm-hmm. how that is a reality that affects all of us. 100%. Right. And, and, um, so yeah, I'm like, what satisfies that the most? Like, well, you know, who's really going to take over this is Marsha. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, she's been kind of like in a way, like See, they as, sidelined her hard. They this sidelined season. her hard this yeah. season, which means, they're going to bring her back even harder yeah. in season three, and, probably. And th- the show hints so much at backstory. And mm-hmm. we, we like we don't get to revisit a lot of it, but I really want to know like why Marsha has like a full blackout on her first... Like, like Shiv couldn't find out enough information about her history. That's oh, yeah, true. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. She couldn't. Yeah. That's interesting. So I'm like, is that going to come back in season yeah. three? It has to. But I guess I'm like, I don't, I don't necessarily see the show having a happy ending in the sense of like, this is the way the world should be. <laughs> like, yeah. It just doesn't feel like that kind of show. It doesn't me. have like that Mad Men trajectory or anything like that where we're watching this person at least attempt to get better. Or yeah. Or it doesn't like, seem like what Game of Thrones almost did, which is like they had their really strong philosophy of like, these are the rules of the universe. And then by the end, it was like supposed to, it didn't, it did. I guess it did change, but for the better, but not in the way for we all thought. For the better? I mean, the world was going to be more positive. I can't think of a show positive. that boggled their fucking ending more. No, I agree. No, I'm saying like in terms of like just how they, they were trying to move it from like, they weren't going to end it on like, and this is a horrible world where yes, you play the yeah. Game of Thrones. The world changes at the end. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't happen in the way. Whereas this, I'm almost like I could kind of like how Veep was like, nothing really changes. <laughs> no, like, it's just it's, a new person's going to yeah. do. Yeah. that, And that's why I think like the company getting dismantled and we meet a new family that like or something like that right. not, like, or it's that like hokey. owned by an Amazon which is like the black just Troy bad. family yeah exactly <laughs> and like like where we're just like nothing changes yeah it's just that the the, the Roy family isn't in the game right. anymore but there's yeah. a new Roy, there's a yeah. new yeah like we get that uh, crossover between secession and power yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and 50 Cent is the new head of the uh I, I would kill for a television show one day to be so bold enough where the third season of it is just another show's show. <laughs> like imagine if, they, like, if like Rick and Morty comes back and it's just South Park the whole time. <laughs> that would be funny. That shit, shit would kill me if a show could pull that shit off. I would love that. I would fucking love that. And every episode people come back be like, it was a mistake. It's coming back and every episode they watch it and it's still <laughs> South Park. That's so funny. You want to talk about the writer's room? Oh, yeah, I just want to point out that a lot of the writers are all comedy writers, not drama writers, which I think is like a big uh, 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 surprise in that, well, one, I think people sometimes look at comedy, geez, 
as a uh it's not true as like just you because know, i don't think eternal sunshine is a comedy doesn't mean the, i don't the, understand they, they don't the think many umbrellas of comedy they don't think that comedy is a prestigious you know that's uh, also not true they think that it's got to be drama to be prestigious and fun not and, true and, at all uh, so i think you know jesse armstrong creator of things like uh Creep, uh, not Creep Show, Peep Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, some of the writers are from a show called The Thick of It, which was the parent show to Veep. That's what, like, Armando Unachi got. Like, he was on that show, and then that led to Veep. It's basically British Veep. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are writers on, like, things like Barry and stuff like that. They're all HBO comedy writers that went on to write on this drama. Like, I don't think any of them have, like, a 60-minute drama experience, which is, like, you know, yeah. that makes sense to me. It's funny, too, because, you know, I was talking about this with somebody where, you know, how Barry and Secession are both dramedies. But Barry so you is... See what comes first when he said it? They're not comedoramas. <laughs> yeah. well. They're dramedies because he took yes, the yes, yes. drama first. Yes, they but are. Just, but they just are... listen how you sound saying comedorama. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are comedoramas. <laughs> Ah, uh, the classic <laughs> comedy. But, but it almost seems like a new kind of genre of comedy. That's because it's Adam McKay, right? And it's like he was Secession. Yeah, like he's he an executive producer yeah. on it, but he, he didn't create it. He only directs a couple of episodes. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, fine. Well, fine. But I'm like, sorry. But, no, 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 I'm but sorry. You're right. But just in terms of like his like his career arc, where he sort of went from like like straight comedy to like doing a lot more like political, yeah. like serious stuff oh, now. Like it just feels like stuff is changing. You know, like yeah. well, this well Barry in a way is is a dramedy that leans comedy, uh, and Secession is a dramedy that leans drama. Uh, they're both they both have comedy elements and drama elements, but I think that's and I think and Adam McKay. Like more? I think Adam McKay. I I love Barry. Uh, Barry is is my jam, but I think Adam McKay is going that route of like Vice was where. Yeah, this is a dramedy and weird, but it leans more toward the drama side. Yeah. And brings yeah. in the comedy. Like his new show that he's executive producing, which he didn't create as well, but like uh it's called Showtime. I've talked about it on here before, which is like it's basically like Lakers Mad Men. Like mm-hmm. it's like about the Lakers front office in the eighties and how they became the Showtime Lakers and Obviously, that show's going to have some funny moments, but like you said, it's going to lean drama more than anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, if we had to give it as far as the prestige shows that are out right now, where would we put Secession? Is it up there at the top? That are out on television right now? Or just in the past, like, five years. Or five, 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 ten years. Like, five, ten years is hard. Five, ten years is hard, because that gives us Breaking Bad. And, and Mad Men and yeah, stuff like that. Five like, years. Shows that have been legacies. Within the last five years, I think it's, it's, it's arguing that it's a really great show. I think that because of its placement, we're going to have to consider it a show of the 2020s versus a show of the 2010s. Uh, because that's when it will finish its run. And I think it's mm-hmm. unfair to say, compare it to shows in that decade. Uh, but, man, uh, it's hard, because the 2010s... We have some of the best television dramas that you can think of, like Breaking Bad and The Americans, and mm-hmm. the first few seasons of Game of Thrones. First few yeah. seasons of Game of Thrones. Even the first couple seasons of Walking Dead. I mean, Walking Dead is awful, yeah. but I mean, those first couple seasons were like, "This is look, damn." Glenn Mazzara put his foot in it, so I think yeah. it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. I think it's too early in this show's run. Black Mirror, because 
you don't know what happens with shows. Sometimes yeah. stars get too big and it complicates scheduling a la Arrested Development, which mm-hmm. everyone is also saying that this show is kind of a dramatic Arrested Development if you think about it. Um, but yeah, it's tough because I don't know. I think I need another season first before I can put it in its placement because this third seasons are where most shows falter, start to fall apart. Yeah. I, I think most Netflix shows have that problem. Most where, Netflix shows have that problem. Like by the third season, I was like, oh, God, y'all <laughs> should have ended. Except for BoJack. It only got better, baby. I haven't started Big Mouth yet, but hopefully it's oh, good. Oh, man. I'm out. You out? I'm out. It's not good? Damn. That's all I'm saying is I'm out. Okay. Have you guys started it? I haven't. Oh, I haven't seen it. No, You've seen neither. it? No, me neither. Okay. See, I'm like, I'm, I'm loving Succession. I'm also that's kind of the only show I've been watching lately. Like, like I. <laughs> I mean, you're a Bachelor fan, so yeah. I've, you know, <laughs> I, you know as I've, I've gotten more like, uh, I mean, I watch Barry. I, I there's still some shows that I've been watching, but I've been like watching a lot more. Like the Bachelor and Survivor, and I don't know why. I think it's I, just. I think it's like stress. Like, I, yeah. Because I similarly have taken a big reality, like deep dive. And yeah. I, I feel like it's like the stress of what's happening right now makes me want to watch Love Island UK. Yeah. And I just, I used to binge everything. And then I think I kind of got burnt, like burned out. I was like, oh, I'm so invested in these, yeah. like, shows yeah. that it becomes like my job or whatever to uh, to like keep up with all of them and I got lazy and now I just watch whatever's on uh, ABC you know ABC or whatever <laughs> went, uh, yeah The Bachelor oh and I feel like we all got burned by Game of Thrones you, like you know when you commit so hard to something and yeah. then, which is no shade I mean we love you we love you we absolutely love you but cool I get thing. it is that like I don't know if there'll ever be a show like that again never that, like everybody's watching Never. Which it, that was cool. Say say what you want about the last few seasons yeah. or whatever. Like it was certainly an experience. But yeah, to have a show that ends with such like truly everyone was watching it. Not only was everyone watching it, the majority of people were hate watching it and still watching it. Yeah, like it was like, man, I hate this. This is some of the worst television ever. I'm wasting my last eight years watching it, and then next Sunday rolls around. Oh, six o'clock. Better go sit well, down and well, watch I Game of like Thrones. What Mia was saying is that you, you committed to it, so you might as well finish it. I mean, look, I've well, bailed on shows, and you know, yeah, you, you I regret mean, it. But like, but that's the thing that it, you won't. There aren't many shows that I committed six seasons to Walking Dead and just stopped. Yeah, because it just I was like, this is so bad. That was me and Weeds. I just uh, gave up. I kind of gave up at the season four of Weeds. Oh, Weeds was so fucking good. Those, those first, first two seasons, seasons bro. <laughs> those first two seasons of Weeds Mary Lou's. were so fucking But then again, good. showrunner and a star don't like each other. All yeah. this other shit starts happening. You have a kid grow up way too fast. And now he, some of the stuff that he did before that was adorable looks creepy and shit like that. So you have to like adjust. Her. It's like, that's what's so hard about television is that there's so much factors on the outside of it to make a perfect show but a yeah. glimmer of hope are shows like veep where if you stuck through it you got the series finale that oh, you really man. wanted that you yeah. really wanted but then yeah. also turmoil on that show really armando Yunachi just quit out of nowhere but david mandel took over still pretty good still pretty good susan got sick halfway through that's why she disappears Wait, who's Susan? See, y'all uh, susan! Yeah, See, yeah. Y'all don't even remember her bro sue, I'm sue. Yeah. Sue. Sue, yeah she was uh, the secretary. She yeah. got like some autoimmune thing or mm. something like oh, that. No. Had to leave. That's about. Did she ever come back? 
She comes back briefly in the finale. Yeah, the very oh. Because she can't like she can't work for too long without getting that's sad. Oh, dang. It stinks. Yeah. She was yeah. great. She was amazing. Yeah. She was so, so funny good. On that show. Yeah. yeah. We love Didn't you know too. that. Didn't know that. Well, guys, thank you so much for geeking out about secession with us. Uh I don't know what the next show is gonna be. Maybe Sunnyside. If I get into Sunnyside. Is yeah, it a show like that? Is it a show like it's what's the next show, show like, like this? What's the next show like this? That everyone's gonna binge and talk about? Yeah. Turn around. Watchmen? 100%. Oh, yeah. I haven't. I, 100%. I, I, let me ask you about all of this. Do you have, have you all you seen the movie? Because I haven't. I've seen the movie. I have not. I've okay. Not. Do you have to see the movie to watch the show? No, actually, I would recommend reading the graphic novel instead. Do you have to w- read the graphic novel to watch no. the show? Because I'm not doing either one of those. No. Okay. <laughs> but you should read the graphic novel. It's a great piece of literature. I don't read. <laughs> I don't. I don't read. I'll read a script if it's given to me. <laughs> It doesn't even sound like you'll do that by how you said it. I'll read my lines. Yeah, are you going to the auditions blind? I'll read my lines. Wait, this show about slavery? (laughs) (laughs) I just read my blinds out of context. Uh, okay, because I heard that first episode is fucking great. It's, Everybody it's was talking really about it. It's really fucking good. You watched it too? It's really good? All right. Okay, okay. I watched that. I just watched Dolomite. Last uh, night, heard it's very good. So fucking good. I heard it's very good. It's really good. You guys, there's a lot of good shit on. It's a lot of good shit on TV. Bojack final season. It's amazing. I'm gonna get into it. It slaps. How quick are the episodes? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Twenty six. Okay. Twenty six. Seven seasons. Seven seasons. Ten episodes a season. Sometimes, sometimes less, sometimes okay. more. All right, I'm gonna get into it so I can talk about it with everybody. Because I haven't. I haven't gotten into it, but I, I think it's good. I think where you at in life right now, and a lot of the things that you're feeling, you're going to fuck with this show, my dude. Oh, yeah? We'll see. I'll let you know. It's hitting me hard, bro. I cried this morning watching it. Are you finished? I got one more episode. Damn, this shit just came out last night, didn't well, it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you were crying. You're like, like, right, I'm you were exhausted. exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Anything can make you cry. Edgar, you got to put some lotion on. Damn, man. <laughs> uh, Mia, James, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Mia, where can people find you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mia Schaffler, and you can catch me at UCB, the UCB Theater, with my team, Leroy. Mm-hmm. Who, James and Edgar are on your team. Yeah. Yes. Love it. What else you got going on? You got anything else you want to plug? Uh, me? Yeah. You in a commercial. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't, we can't talk like, about it. We uh, can't whoops. talk about it. I mean, no, you you are. But yeah. yeah, we can talk about the two five-minute commercials you do have out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got the Apple one, and you got yeah. that one with the eyes. Yeah, I got You can catch me on the non-union commercial circuit with my uh, lovely <laughs> lovely Apple commercial. Listen. Uh, called, I think it's called The Underdogs. And um, uh, as a spokesperson for Lingo, I wear a lovely eyewear company. Yo, you got. You got the you got the long form commercial game locked down. That's true. That's my brand. My brand is long form commercial. So if you're looking for a long form commercial lady who talks fast and smiles, I love it. You got I love me. it. Awesome, James. What about you? Uh, you watch the Nationals might win the World Series I coming know, up. Might, might. Hey, knock on wood. Uh, I'm rooting for him. I'm it's been for him. an incredible season, a magical season. I watched bro. so much baseball this year. Yeah, yeah, me too, bro. I watched Shut them up, get. Man. They got swept by the Mets four games back at the end of May, and yeah. then it all turned around. We talked about it because we played baseball this year together, and we talked about it, and we talked about how tr- that's when the Cubs were like trending up, and the yeah. Nationals were trending down. 
And then we had the conversation and it fucking flipped. You gotta stop yeah. talking to James about baseball. <laughs> you gotta stop talking to him about baseball. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. Go. I'm, I'm rooting for those guys. I hope they um, win it. I guess Wednesday, when this comes out, we'll know. The series will be, it won't be over. Will it? I, I think Wednesday would be game seven. Game seven. Shit. Wow. All right. We'll see. I hope you, I hope you, I hope you'll be drunk Wednesday night. We will see. Or before that. We will see. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pizza Manion. And yeah, I do improv with Mia and Edgar. Um, but Mia already plugged that. So <laughs> come You're check us out. You're also a frequent guest on uh, uh, Improv for Humans. Yeah. Oh, go yeah. check out some of your episodes. Yeah, I'm on Improv for Humans. Um, you can check that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Edgar, where can people find you? Nigga, you know how this goes. At Edgar Montplazier <laughs> on Twitter. Awful Graham on the gram. <laughs> At Jaquise Neal on every single piece of social media. I just media. felt like prompting in a different way. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I you going to have me plug some stuff. I no, no, no. I knew you were going to... I knew the exact words you were going to say is, nigga, you know how these goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, look, it's so crazy i went to a sketchy part of town and saw a psychic and she told me that i was born he's getting more wild <laughs> i was born <laughs> to complete this mission and that mission is to let everyone know it is fall it is fall the season currently is fall so go ahead on tpublic.com grab some sweaters grab some hoodies we're gonna get some scarves with jakeese's face on it wrap your neck in a jakeese uh, <laughs> wrap your neck in a jacquise wrap your neck in a jacquise uh, and uh, it's, so cause it's fall go tpublic.com slash culture kings hop on some merch we got some nice merch up on there we do we do we got some new merch shouts mm-hmm. out to <laughs> the people who've designed it yeah shout out to people who designed it <laughs> I can't remember I don't know their names uh, I don't know them but shout out thank you out. for doing it thank, thank you for you. doing it thank uh, you. shout out to Jerry I'm talking to Jerry right now we're working on uh, thongs uh, Jerry and I said we're going to come up with some Culture King thongs mm. and look I don't want you to think that those are only up for women no, those are anybody could wear a thong I'm working on cock socks cock socks oh yeah there's a new th- they call cock sleeves they call, they call cock sleeves yeah but I know what you're talking about okay. yeah I didn't know it's what to make called. your dick bigger than it is no just to hide your dick oh just I thought you were talking about them your, Oh, okay. Just a sock to hide your dick. But have y'all seen? Have you seen those cock extenders that they've been putting up on Twitter? They got those. Yeah. Shit. How much they are? Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. But we'll get one. It'll say it has jacques on it. You can put a jacques on your dick. on your dick. Oh man. And on that note. On on that note. Good evening.